Brother of the Silver Screen coming back to you this week. Welcome back, folks. Dove and Joey are here with me as well as Brad, our editor. Hello. What's going on? Brad just got kicked out of Twitter because he gave the wrong age. Twitter noob. Um, yeah. So now he has to send a picture of his license. I never knew this was a thing. He has to send a picture of his license to the uh, big wigs yeah, at I think, uh, I think you Twitter. need to be 13 years or older to have a Twitter account. Yeah. Brad said that he is like 26 days old. So. <laughs> yeah, and here's the thing. In addition to uh, the government knowing your your driver's license, now NSA knows your driver's license. That's so true. Yeah, you're in trouble now. That's so, fine. Okay. We're going to continue on this week <laughs> with the good and the bad and the ugly. This is a general movie review. Uh, the best description we can give of it is just this is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yep. Um, Doug, go ahead. There's a lot of every all of that in Hollywood. Yes, so. exactly. Yes. That, that's And entertainment. Yes. And as aptly named Dove, you're, you're first on your segment. Yeah, I decided to go through, uh, well, there's all kinds of different categories that we have named for the good, the bad, and the ugly. One mm-hmm. of them is actually called Bro, Did You Know? Okay. Now oh, this this is cool. This oh, is yeah, it's a cool one. It's a new one that we decided to put in, and so it, it um, talks about basically facts and thing, interesting things, maybe about actors or actresses behind the scenes of movies, maybe storylines, uh, history, facts, yeah. mm-hmm. facts, and interesting things. Okay, yeah. and actually, this came. I decided to do this one because this stemmed from a conversation I had with Luke uh, maybe last week or something about Dick Van Dyke. And uh, his leading up to Mary Poppins and kind of uh, how he learned to dance and all that fun stuff. Okay. And so I had heard I had heard that he did not know how to dance prior to Mary Poppins. So I decided to continue on those lines to find out what his story was prior to his very famous epic Mary Poppins role. Yes. Okay. okay. So yeah, this is Bro Did You Know? And so uh, to start it off now – he actually learned how to dance prior to Mary Poppins. It wasn't – he did have some history of dancing. Okay. Okay. And so, by the way, this dude guy is, is 93 years old, by the way. He's still living? Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. 93. That's impressive. Um, seven decades of entertainment experience. 70 years. Just wow. think of that for a second. Anyway. Um, he started out in a, a movie in a show called Bye Bye Birdie, and this is actually where he – Started to uh, he, before that he didn't know how to dance at all. Okay, he just did comedy, singing, yep. stuff like that. And this was actually prior to Mary Poppins. And uh, but actually, what, what was kind of cool, uh, it ran from a Bible Birdie ran from April 14th, 1960 to 1961. Uh, in May 2011, interview with Rachel Ray Van Dyke said that when he auditioned for a smaller part in the show, he had no experience as a dancer. And that after he sang his audition song, he did an impromptu soft shoe out of sheer nervousness. Now, soft shoe is a dance move. Okay. Just out of out of sheer nervousness. Uh, Gower Champion, the show's director and choreographer, was watching and promptly went up on stage to inform Van Dyke he had the lead. An astonished Van Dyke protested that he could not dance, to which Champion replied, We'll teach you. Wow. That musical won four Tony Awards. I don't know what a Tony Award is, but it's like, uh, it's kind of a, it's like, it's like the, the Emmys for yeah. musicals. It's the Emmys yeah, for yeah. musicals. Okay, Oscars so yeah, he yeah. was in, uh, apparently this guy recognized how talented he was just from that one little impromptu thing that he did, yeah. mm-hmm. and that started his dancing. Okay, cool. so a couple yeah. years after that, he started Mary Poppins, and uh, you know the rest is history there. Um, but with Mary Poppins, he actually pulled double duty. Most people know him more as Bert. Yeah, but they forget who he also played. He pulled double duty 
um, as Mr. Who was it again? I forget what his name was. Mr. Dawes Sr. And so he would pull doubles where he would get done with Bert and they would put makeup on him and do all that stuff. And then he would go shoot scenes. Tell him about the ships. (laughs) Which was incredible. His role in that, it just shows how talented the guy was. I I remember I saw something. um, I forget where the list was, but it was some sort of website. They listed his accent as Bert as the worst accent in Hollywood history. I was about to say that was was my next point. Yeah, I know. That's right. No, he actually, that's that's a fun fact. They, um, They actually apparently show footage of him and Mary Poppins in schools yeah. of acting as what not to do for accent and voice acting. Wow. Okay? Oh, wow. That's how bad it is. So I actually have um, – but, yes, they actually uh, – uh, Dick Van attempted a cockney is what it's called. A cockney accent has been lambasted as one of the worst accents in film history, cited by actors since as an example of how not to sound. <laughs> And in 2003, did you notice this in Mary Poppins? I didn't. I thought it was, you know, I thought this was very interesting. In 2003 poll by Empire Magazine of the worst ever accents in film, he came in second. Oh. To who? To, to first to who? I said, I said, Kevin Costner. No. no. Nicholas Cage. Oh. He's pretty bad. No, not Nicholas Cage. So it wasn't Kevin yeah, Costner this will, this will surprise you. This is something I did not notice either. But to Sean Connery in The Untouchables, that is labeled as the worst accent. Which I did not what understand. Was, what accent was, was he trying to be Irish? He was trying Scottish? to be Irish, but he's not, or something, uh, yeah. Scottish, or something. Okay. Yeah, but um, that, despite Connery winning Academy I'm Award, sorry. I'm sorry, you still think Kevin Costner many worse, many worse accents? Oh, okay, than you that just mean I agree. Others, yeah. I did not know. I was surprised how about, to learn. How about that. Cody? How about Cody from um, uh, The Rescuers Down Under? He's supposed to be Australian. <laughs> he's this American kid hanging out with all yeah, these animals. But they're definitely worse. I mean, John Malkovich can be pretty. He does some pretty bad accents, but somehow it works. That's true. Um, but yeah, according to Van Dyke, his accent coach was Irish who quote, didn't do an accent any better than I did unquote, and that no one alerted him to how bad it was during the production. Still Mary Poppins was successful in its release. And, uh, you know, it talks about Chim Marie and stuff like that. Okay. So real quickly after that, Van Dyke, uh, did have some success. He had some movies that didn't really do well, but then he went on, did Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, yeah. which he insisted he said he didn't want to do any accent despite its English roots. Yes. He didn't want to do any other accent because of what happened with Mary oh, Poppins. So, so he does so, his regular so what happened with Mary regular Poppins, American accent. Even so though his children Mar- are British. So what, <laughs> so what happened with Mary Poppins yeah, right. was even lambasted right after it came out? Like, was apparently, well, apparently he knew about it. Oh, okay. Now, whether you. or not it was lambasted, I don't yeah, know, okay, but he knew you. about it. You know, uh, um, and and yeah, then he did, uh, you know, watching, you know, Chitty Chitty watching Bang children Bang. nowadays on films, one of the most annoying things is when they make the children act like adults. Okay. You know, and, and you know, the children are always smarter than the adults and they got everything figured yeah, out. Okay, and they're perfect. Gotcha. And, which is more like uh, the directors or the, whoever the, wrote it saying, Simpsons. I wish, I wish my children were like this, but they're not, you know, but, um, there are few children that are more annoying than Jeremy and Jemima from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah. Oh, my word. Daddy, it's a daddy. It's a race. Daddy, it's daddy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, but he did. I mean, he was excellent as uh, as Mr. Potts in that, I felt like. And and it had the same feel as Mary Poppins because they actually had the same songwriters, oh, same okay. choreographer in Chitty okay. Chitty Bang Bang as they did. Okay. In uh, Mary Poppins. So and, there you go. Bro, did you oh, know? Interesting facts. And, and, and a, question, a, couple really a question, interesting things a question like I said, for, for our, our listeners, for people who know Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and who know um, uh, uh, Mary Poppins, my question for you is, and I ask everyone this who knows this, which is better, Meal Bamboo or Step in Time? 
And, and I, I think pound for pound, meal bamboo is better. But I think there's a lot of people out there who say step in time is better. But that's just that's neither here nor there. So that's Dove's segment. Very good. Yep. Let me just say something real quick about that Dove. Okay, listen to this. Okay, listen to this recently. Now is the time for fishing. If you mean to ever try, get your tackling ready. It's no use to keep them dry. Shoot your nets out on the briny and all them in again. And you'll get a funny shimmer in the morning. <laughs> when you're hauling, you say, well, there's a poor shimmer. That means a, a, a multitude, a, a good lot, you know. A shimmer, a big shimmer or a little shimmer. We call that a shimmer hound. Okay, so this guy is a guy named Sam Larner who was a um, um, he was a folk singer back in like the, uh, the like from the late 1800s to the like mid 1900s. Okay, okay? Um, and uh, he was a fisherman. Okay, um, and uh, there are some folk songs based off him and learned from him. Yeah, but I, I was listening to that the other day and I thought to myself, this sounds like Bert. Hmm. From from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and I thought to myself, just a bird from uh, Mary sorry, Poppins. Mary too. Poppins, yeah. yeah. And I was like, is his accent really that bad? Because that reminded me of Bert. I don't know hmm. what you guys thought, but I was like, that sounds like Bert. I'd I don't have know. to hear a, I'd have to hear a back to back comparison. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. Well, that's just. But the thing I is, just, did, you, I just, did you even notice it? Like you, you felt like he was uh, completely in line with everything. Well, I in mean, that film, but it, apparently, I didn't know that. I didn't. That was, I never that was noticed one of the, it was a bad was, accent. I, I never noticed it, it either. Bad, bad to be honest, I, I probably haven't watched that. Mary Poppins since I was like a young child. Dude, I'm telling so. you, watch it again. You'll appreciate it that much more as an yeah. adult. Yes, it really is good. The you, music, you can't, you can't, yeah, the music. You can't appreciate what's going on at the end where they're calling Banks in to talk about him and his yep. job. As a kid, you can't appreciate what's going on oh, there. But as an fair. adult with a job, you're like, oh my word, you know, this is a lot. It's more crazy. Yeah, I thought it was. And the music during that, by the way, what is Walt Disney's favorite song? Wow, he's really got his bro. Do you know? Walt Disney's favorite song. I know this. I know this. I know this. Super Cow Fudge. No. No. Okay, I don't know what is it. Feed the birds. Oh, really? It's his favorite song. Oh, I knew that. Oh, son of a gun! I knew that. Feed the birds is Walt Disney's favorite Disney song. Crazy, isn't it? Anyway, bro, did you know? Yeah, he had a lot of info. Thanks, stuff. All right, Joey, what do you got for us, man? All right, so I I've got to walk the plank. Yeah. Which is like general movie review. Although this was this, my feeling going into this movie was almost kind of like walking the plank because mm. it had the potential to be really good. I'd heard it was really good, but it also had the potential to be really bad. So I saw a Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, okay. cool! And so and I and I really wanted to touch on this in the podcast just because I kind of want everybody to know, just because I, it had the potential to be really bad and instead it was awesome. So I thought it was incredible. Luke, did um, you see it? Yet? I did not see it. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's. I did see it. Okay. Um, I thought it was wonderful. Um, I <clears throat> it it did so much more. I felt like that that um, that Marvel movies and and DC action live action movies just haven't been able to touch on, get to. I don't know. Um, for me, this told a much more compelling story. Um, character development was was way more interesting. The action was awesome. I I, <clears throat> I was I thought it could have been really bad because Marvel is actually not known for their animated films being very good um that's because they're not yeah right dc really rules yeah dc rules the animated film kills yeah no you're right and so and so going into it that's why i was a little concerned um now and plus it was sony which you know have some good things about them have some bad things so so um but they like they killed it 
I thought they killed it in every aspect. So we got to see a bunch of different Spider-Mans from different Spider-Verses. I'm not, I don't want to spoil the story for you guys, especially since Luke hasn't seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just two thumbs way, way up. And my, I came out of that movie. I concur. Yeah, I, I came out of that movie personally thinking that I wish they would cut like half the movies that are in development now that are live action, oh. and they would do way more of these. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. I would. Yeah, yeah. Brad's yeah. nodding his head over here. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I just like. You should do it with Star Wars actually. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's, they that's should. Well, they, a, I guess they kind of did either. with the show. They right. kind of did. Well, with yeah, but I mean, with the newer Clone movies, Wars. they haven't. So right. I just like, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know if there's so much more nuance in getting like those action sequences down right. in um in in live action movies, like the special effects in the action sequence. I don't know that if there's so much more nuance there that like they spend all their budget on, on on the CGI and the getting the moves down. So they spend all that time and money there, so they don't spend the time on like writing the story and stuff like that. But this, I mean, this kind of threw you right into the shoes of, of Spider-Man of Miles Morales. It did a little bit of catch-up at the beginning and end, but it wasn't like so many movies. All, all we get practically are origin stories. Yes. Um, and mm-hmm. so and this was like – this was in a sense an origin story, but still dealt, delved so much more deeper into Spider-Man lore than yeah. I feel what, like any movie has what, what do you, what of think, anything. I think it, what yeah. do you think is the angle of making a movie like this when we already have all these Spider-Man movies? I mean, what are they... Uh, who, who said, hey, this is a good idea? I mean, aren't we saturated with Spider-Man? Who, who sat down and said, and said, let's do a, a, an animated film, you know? Yeah. And, yeah I, and, pro- and put it... I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a I possi- don't know either. You know, I, I actually the, read the only something... Thing, the only thing I could think of is that we had... I mean, you're ta- you are talking about saturation, but also Spider-Man has kind of hit... A, a renewed interest, okay. I think. Comic book sales are up for him. Um, as l- along with, we got the Spider-Man PS4 video game yep. um, in October, which was awesome. Um, which uh, again is another new medium that yep. superheroes. Is this Sony just cashing in on what they know as a cash? Well, cow? Not, yes, cashing in, but also you got to remember that I, although they are making money off of the the Mar- the, the um, t- um, what's his name Tom uh, no not Holland um, what's Spider-Man from the Marvel Universe's name. Is it Tom oh Holland? yeah, it is Tom Holland. Is Tom Holland. Yeah. Oh okay, yeah. Sorry, I, I don't know. I spaced there for a second. So um, we all the, the Tom Holland Spider-Man in the Marvel universe—they make money off of the movies that he's in, but now it's kind of in Marvel's. It's it's much more Marvel than Disney's hands again. Mm-hmm. And so, but they have the creative rights to do animated movies. So they were probably like, okay, while well, Marvel goes and works on that, and we don't have any real creative control over that anymore, let's get Venom out. Right? We have access to Venom, which is what they did. Let's get a Spider-Man animated movie out. See how it does. Right. Because the other thing is, is the Spider-Man. I, I just had a curiosity, looked into how feasible a movie like this is, this animated movie, right? Because the Spider-Man movie that Marvel made, um, Homecoming, cost something like $250 million to make. It made $850 million. So, so, I mean, you know, so they made that money back in, in you know, pounds. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah. but oh the, this Spider-Man movie, this animated Spider-Man movie, only made $80 million to, to make. Only cost $80 million yeah. to make. Okay. It didn't make as much money as that, but... Again, this is the first attempt, right? I mean, I, I, there were probably a lot of people who were like, this could look cool, but this could also be bad. Yeah, it's yes. new. It's um, new yeah. and Espe- different. And especially yep. since Marvel doesn't have the, the reputation for animated movies that DC has. And I believe this, one was like, the, eh. this was the first uh, full-length Marvel yeah. animated film. I think it's got 8.7 on IMDb. Yep. I think it's a real high. We can't, I'm sorry. We can't trust I know IMDb. we can't trust them. <laughs> we can't. But, yeah, um, no, it is, it is high. Um, and I actually read this small, this really short article that said that they did not know what they had on their hands with that. Yeah, I'm they, sure. They kind of created something like, man, this will be awesome, you know? And then they go, whoa, wait a minute. People really like this. Yeah. 
Yeah, I read. I, 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 the last time I read the numbers for what it had made, it had already made like three hundred and fifty mil. Again, that's not oh. as big a deficit as. But again, the, this was uh, cashing this was a, in. This was a spider. This was a Spider-Man movie, a new Spider-Man movie versus one that was already an established Marvel universe. So right. I think the potential is there. Mm. Cost us fifty million, made three fifty. Three hundred million, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Take and, it and to the bank. And personally. And personally, I mean, Marvel, obviously the Marvel live action train is not going to stop, right? Like, yeah, right. they're not going to go. They're not, even though, even though if this does well, they're not going to go, okay, like, you know, halt, you know, stop the train. However, now we are going to get into Aquaman, which, you know, has done well, has been successful in terms of box office, but DC is struggling. And so, and, you know, this might be a step in the right direction, but DC's struggling. So it would be cool to see them kind of jump on this boat, even if they want to continue with the, yeah. the stuff that's live action. Yeah. If they could also get us some really cool, interesting Batman movie or, or yeah. whatever, yeah. Whoever, whatever characters they want to go into, do that in an animated way like this would be so cool. Like, that would be cool. The, yeah. the animated way, uh, the animated route for DC, and, and like I said, I keep saying this, but the animated route for DC is plan B in my book. Yeah. You can. That's the only way to do Batman. Yeah, is animated. Yeah. After you attempt Batman Beyond, which I know you can do, you can do it. <laughs> yeah. You Rumor, listening? You can do it. You can Rumor do Batman mill. Beyond. Oh my god! I, I'm glad you said that. Rumor Mill. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Here we go. Oh boy. Rumor Mill. Batman <laughs> Beyond. Okay, I read this. We it's need a rumor. Dud's face, but he says Batman Beyond. Mill. I'm gonna just gonna give you one guess. Who you think the old Batman, the playing the old guy, would be in Batman Beyond? The rumor. Oh. Alec Baldwin. Nope. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. That's a really good guess. Well, Brad's looking at me real crazy. But but Joe, you first. Could it be the actual voice actor from the cartoons? Oh, Kevin Conroy. That's a good guess, but no. (laughs) That would be fun. It's going to be Kevin. Um, I don't know. Old Bruce Wayne. I think it's like, oh, uh, Liam Neeson. No. Oh. No. Bringing him back. Wait, what do you mean? Bring Michael Caine? Michael Keaton. Michael oh. Keaton. Oh, I said Michael Keaton. Oh. As the Michael old... He's too as short. All the yeah. Batman. Oh, yeah. Freaking short. He doesn't... Also, he is not bulky at all. Yeah, I know. Like, that Batman is... That Batman is, I, like, is big. That would be... Awesome. I don't know about Jack that. Was. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, I like yeah, that. Jack, it was oh, his old no, Joker. Like, bringing him back as as the old mentor Batman. I would be... Uh, I would be... Terry McGinnis. I would be... Rumors... Rumors. I would be more interested in a in a in a um, Jack Nicholson, Michael Keaton revival, and them do like a the Dark Knight Returns, like the comic book when they're both in their fifties and sixties and they fight each other. Oh, well, see, oh that's the, that's the thing. Like I said, that's how you get that's how you get um, uh, Joker. What, what's his name? Um, Mark Jack- Hamill. That's how you get Mark Hamill back in the action. That you do you do um, you do Batman Beyond. Yeah. Because you have an oh, old Bruce yeah. Wayne, there yeah. you have a Bru- old Joker, yes. and you don't even need to show him. I mean, uh, you, you could just you could just hear him. You know, he it doesn't to. even have to be like he could just be a side thing. Could you, you imagine? Know? I that know. Can you imagine with, with Mark Hamill actually the, theaters, the Joker? The theaters would collapse. And Michael from the way Keaton to the people to get actually as Batman again. Whether you like Michael Keaton or not, uh, that would draw all of I would America. Like to see Mark that would as do a billion dollars. I would love to see Mark Hamill as a I mean, Joker. Uh, but I mean, even again, even in this case, I I still feel like if they did a, a movie with the animation quality of Spider Man in the Spider Verse, and then just brought the voice actors and did it like that, yeah. I would probably be into that more, to be honest. So. Wow, who'd play Terry? Okay, that, never mind. Well, yeah, okay, anyway. we'll, we'll move I, on. I, Thanks, I, Joe. The, the last, my last comment on uh, on this one is just that um, they got. I was really interested to know. I kept it kept being on like the tip of my brain. I was trying to figure out the voice actors for each of the different characters of Into the Spider Verse, right? 
and um, they have different Spider-Mans from different dimensions, right? Different. It's references to older comics and different comics that they've done. And one of them is uh, um, Spider-Man Noir, who is like a mm-hmm. who's who's like a nineteen twenties like crime yep. cop. And I was I thought the voice I thought the voice acting for him was perfect. And I found out it was Nicolas Cage at the end. And I just it was oh, awesome. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Yep. There were there were a couple names yeah, in there. There were a couple of yep. big names in there. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I can't very wait to very see cool. It now. It's great. Okay, so. well, that's Joey's segment. I'm going to uh, do what we call loser reviews, where we, you watch <laughs> a terrible movie and then you go read the reviews on IMDb by the people, by the Vox <laughs> Populi, by the voice of the people, and they are just the funniest. I was sitting. Um, you always st- have to I was read another one, and I was reading. Yeah, I know you had to keep on going, and I was just <laughs> laughing to myself so hard. Let me uh, give you the movie was called Occupation, which is the next Netflix film, and made it's, by Netflix. No, it, it was made in Australia. I think it was okay. released by Netflix. Wait, was this, okay. was this, I think it's Netflix original. Was this oh, Michael okay, cool. Pena? No, no, no. That's, that's a different one. Yeah. That's, a that's different Extinction. One. That's Extinction, okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Occupation. Extinction. Distraction. Okay, let me read you. Okay, so this is the plot of the film, okay? Um, uh, uh, there's a bunch of uh, hapless Australians living life. Everything's going great. And then all of a sudden, this... Uh, alien invasion happens, and the, the <laughs> it's people, called occupation. Oh yes, the, the 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 people start to fight back against these okay. aliens, and I didn't finish it. It was so bad. It was just so <laughs> it was bad. So I didn't bad. finish. You it finished the movie. I got up and walked upstairs because <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom. I actually started reading the reviews on the toilet of the film as it was playing downstairs. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Oh, crikey, is that a tentacle? <laughs> yeah, and it was so bad. And and these people just ripped right into it. You know, there's a lot of accusations of fake reviews, and these people are saying yeah. these people are liars, you know. So here, here's one review, okay? It's called LOL, yes, so bad it's funny, um, <laughs> by a reviewer named RSVP321. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> This is made by Australians. I mean, let me, let me just say real quick. This is made by Australians, um, and apparently it's like there's – apparently Australian cinema is terrible, and that's what they keep saying. Okay, Obviously. Yeah. Here we go. I had high hopes for this uh, for the first uh, around 20 minutes. Then the, la- then the laughter began. The aliens could only see living things, so it was disclosed that they were invisible by blending into the plants around them. Why didn't they wear plant camo? <laughs> Why, for the final battle, didn't the humans attack from the surrounding cornfields where they're invisible to alien scanners instead of out in the open in a suicidal attack? Why didn't the humans wear alien armor after killing them or use more alien guns, even uh, attaching them on Earth aircraft? How did the alien at the end know that an extended hand meant you put your hand in it and shake it in friendship? That happened? Yeah. In parentheses, parentheses, handshaking is a historic gesture to show you had no weapons. Why? This Y, uh, W-H-Y is capitalized here. Why did that one idiot at the end think that the aliens could now live in peace among them? When aliens demonstrated they had the knowledge to make a virus that could wipe out all human life so now they could make more in the future in secret while pretending to be peaceful. (laughs) Why didn't the human camp have perimeter guards? Instead, the aliens just walked right into the camp and opened opened fire. (laughs) Sorry. Why did the producers and directors of the show make humans the bad guys in a few scenes while trying to wipe uh, like while trying to wipe us out by annihilation we're su- uh, we're supposed to feel sorry for the female alien with an alien baby hurt by a battle or an exaggerated display how brutal the human side was beating to death the murderous alien after his wife and son were captured and used <laughs> as slaves before intending to release the virus to kill all humans 
There's lots more <laughs> wrong with this movie. I look forward to others adding to the list. If you are tricked into watching it, despite all the warnings here, LOL. Nice. That's just one of them. Um, uh, I mean, like, here's one guy. Uh, he, he, <laughs> it's called Plain Bad, Battlefield Earth Bad. <laughs> and for, for, for movie buffs, you just know exactly how bad that so is. So bad. Yes. Music, one guy with keyboards. Plot, worthy of a sequel of a bad movie. Acting, below average, stereotypes and cliches. All there. Waste of time, unless you are high. I didn't know I didn't know it's Australian by the amount of patriotism. It feels like a pure American proud-to-be film. <laughs> I have just watched Extinction before this. Compared to this, that's an amazing movie. <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, there's one more here I want to read. Um I mean, look, look at, look at, look at the names. The names of these um, are, you know, Aussie filmmaking put back fifty years. <laughs> Here's another one. Bad. Oh, sorry. Very bad. Here's one. Dreadful. Another one. That's two hours of my life I won't get back. <laughs> Here's another one. No limits to stupidity. This is my favorite one. This is my last one. I'm going to read. <laughs> is that the title of this one? <laughs> Straight to Satan's DVD library. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! <laughs> oh my word! It's a Satan's I could, I would never oh, think of that. I in know who are these people? They're genius. <laughs> I laughed until I cried. Then remembered they were making a sequel, and I just cried. <laughs> <laughs> was that the only part of the review? That was the only part of the review. Awesome. That's a straight to Satan's DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the movie. It's called Occupation. It really was as bad. I mean, oh, the acting man. was just terrible. I mean, so many cliches. Like, they, they decided, like, you know, they, they, they retreated to a house after all these people died. And, the, and then one person was like, okay, I guess our only ch- option is to stand and fight. And then one dude whom they just met, like, 10 minutes ago was like, I'm with you all the way. And I'm not even joking. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know. <laughs> I just like, I just read so that stupid. I just read that Netflix raised their prices because they keep investing so much money into either keeping old shows or or making new ones. Uh, why are they spending money on producing stuff? I don't like know. I don't know. I don't, like, know. Like, I don't I'm not sure if Netflix had even had a hand in it. Uh, I don't okay. know. I thought it's you said Australian. They did. Okay. Maybe they did. Well, right, but know. I mean the thing is is they may not have a hand in producing it or I should say in making it. But like if it was made in Australia, then Australia's like, okay, we want to get this out to the world. Yeah. Um. You know. Then it. You know, that, and that's Netflix, right? Yeah. So does ne- I wonder if Netflix maybe they didn't pay any money. Maybe they're like, all right, we'll just put it on here. Stick to the Irwins. Yeah, that's about the, it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's <laughs> that's an Australian movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's everyone's speaking Australian. <laughs> down under. It went down under. All right, folks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, that ends uh, this segment. That's the good and the bad and the ugly. Next week we are going to talk about Aquaman. Um, an incredible. Uh, film, and I'm, I don't want to talk about it too much here. I was going to uh, say, yeah, we're I'm giving gonna, it away here. Yeah, I'm giving it away here, but we're going to talk about it uh, next week. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. Dove and Thank Joey, you. yeah, and Luke and Brad. Say, we'll see you next week. Thanks for see listening, you. boy. See you next week. Dananda. <laughs> <laughs>